All right, so we're just going to sing a couple of songs tonight. Um, I didn't know I was going to do this, so I wasn't totally prepared. Um, but the first one we're going to do, it's called Friend of God, so if you know it, sing along. And the lamb, yeah, yeah. And how great 
our God, and no will see how great, how great is our God. You're the name above all names, and you are worthy of all praise. In my heart will sing how great is our God. He's the name above all names. You're the name above all names. And you are worthy of all praise. In my heart will sing how great is our God. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to how great thou art. How great thou art. How great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art. Great is our God, and how great is our God. Sing it out. Sing with me. How great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. Oh, man, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Hey, Mike, can you turn me up just a little bit up here so I can... Can y'all hear me back there, Benny? You hear me good? All right. Praise the Lord. Matt, uh, open your Bibles to Mark 11. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We're going to go to Mark 11. Justin Grimes, what are you doing, boy? Don't go away mad. 11, verse 25. Matthew 11, verse 25. Mark, whatever. I'm going to get y'all right here in a minute. You know, when asked uh, which emotion uh, plays tribute to a person's life uh, as far as them being healthy or them being sick, uh, it's been said by physicians that uh, they did a study and, and they examined people. And anger and unforgiveness, it is the fastest leading 
uh, uh, death killer in America today. Anger and unforgiveness. If you have bitter in your bitter in your life, unforgiveness in your life, uh, uh, it it releases deadly toxins. These doctors say. One doctor said it's not what you are eating, but it's what's eating you on the inside. How many people understand what I'm saying tonight? Bitterness, anger, unforgiveness. It'll eat away at you. It'll rob your joy, it'll rob your day, it'll rob your weeks, your months. I know people today that are not talking to one another anymore because of their foolish pride, because of their arrogance, because of their ego. I'm just going to spill it out tonight where you can understand it. Because of their ego and pride, they walk around and they say that they are Christians, but they're really not Christian at all. They say that they believe in God, but they really don't even believe in God because they're walking around hating someone, uh, uh, mad about something, uh, angry. They haven't let it go, and then that person shows up in the same environment you are, and all of a sudden, all those feelings come back to you all of a sudden. Anybody ever been through that? I've been through that myself. Really, honestly, tonight. It's, it takes years to get over something. I ain't going to deny that tonight. You ain't going to get over something just because you're a Christian real easy. Sometimes it takes years. You see them post something. You see them at the Valero. You see them around. All of a sudden, you just get angry. Get bitter. The devil comes in like a prowling lion, ready to pounce on you. You know, I was thinking about that today when God told me to preach about anger against the Lord. How many times I got to tell him to let it go? How many times I got to tell him to let it go? Let it go. That forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. That letting it go releases those toxins that are, are destroying you, those days and nights that you can't sleep, those tears. Man, you got to quit crying them by letting forgiveness in your life. If you're holding anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you. Uh, Matthew 11, I mean Mark, I'm going to get it right tonight. Mark 11, 25 says this. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive you your sins too. Let's get this right tonight. Listen to me. Carl Starr, you hear me? Are you? Sure. Got eye contact, eye lock. So when you're praying, first forgive. Listen to me. First forgive those you have something against so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you. Man, that's hard to do. But I've learned it's a process, and as we grow up in Christ, it can be done tonight. It can be done tonight. Maybe you've been belittled. Maybe you, your whole life you've been neglected by the people that you love the most. You can forgive them. Maybe you've been falsely accused. Maybe you were put on trial for something that you didn't do and all hell broke loose in your life and you lost things, you lost people. But let me say this tonight. You can get through it with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Who believes that tonight? Amen. I've learned that there's a couple things you can do when you're hurting and you're having trouble forgiving. 
I'm going to talk about the first one, which is not easy to do. If you're taking notes, the first thing you can do if you're hurting and you're having trouble forgiving someone is talk to that person. Go to that person and sit down and talk to that person. That's hard to do. Somebody offends you, somebody hurts you, somebody stole from you, somebody uh, did you wrong on a car deal, somebody did you wrong on a horse deal, somebody just done you wrong, spiteful thing, neighbor left his trash can out the night before, dogs got in it, dogs threw the trash all over your yard, you got up the next morning, you saw the trash all over your yard, you went over there and you said, hey brother, uh, your dog or some dog tore up your trash, you left your can out all night and now it's all over my front yard, you mind coming and picking that up? I ain't picking up nothing. I ain't picking up a cotton picking thing. All of a sudden, you got a neighbor that you were good with for two or three years. Now you're not so good with him at all. You know, it don't take long for somebody to say something to hurt you. I want to I share with you, sometimes it can be a complete stranger. Anybody ever get rubbed wrong by the complete strangers in this world? How about customer service? Is there any customer service in America anymore? How about a phone call? And on the other end of that phone call, all you want to do is find out about your bill and why it's up there. It's up there because you ain't paid in three months. But other than that, you still want to talk about it. And that person gives you attitude. All of a sudden, the bitterness, the anger that you're feeling on somebody else can spill over on that. I've learned something in my short life, this. When someone hurts you, one of the things you should do is try to talk to them. Here's what I do. I talk to them. I don't talk about them. I talk to them. I don't go behind their back and talk to them. I talk to them. I pray for them. I pray for myself, and then I talk to them. That's the best way to do something. If somebody offends you right away, tell them that they offended you. Ask them what their motive is. Ask them what they're thinking. Ask them what's in the logic of that. Why, why, why are you saying these things to me? I'm going to tell you something. The only way that the Grimes household can make it is if we're talking to one another. Brothers and sisters, you've got to talk it out. You've got to learn to get along. You've got to talk it out. Now, there's a right time to talk, and there's a wrong time to talk, too. Somebody ought to hear me tonight. Can anybody hear me tonight? There's a right time and a wrong time. You don't try to talk it out when you're mad and been out of shape. You don't try to talk it out when you just got in a, a huge fight and, and, and you said some things. that Sometimes you need to cool off a minute. Sometimes you need to cool off a minute. You need to think before you speak. I learned that in anger management. Court ordered. But you got to talk about it. Talk about it. But there's a right time and there's a wrong time. If you don't learn that, you're going to go try to talk at the wrong time. And then those feelings, those, those, that anger, that bitterness, it's going to be right there. It's just going to make things worse. Someone the other day said some things, and, you know, they kind of hurt some people's feelings. And I know those people are good people, but they're still angry about it. They're upset about it. Well, I was telling them that, you know, we need to be working together, not working apart, that uh, what you said really hurt those people. And, 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 I, and they said, well, I want to go talk to them. They told my wife, said, I want to go talk to them. And I said, <clears throat> my wife said, why don't you give it a day or two? Let them think about it. 
a day or two. That way when you go in, you're not going into a lion's den. Can I say this? We get mad real quick, don't we? But we'll calm down. And we'll think. A lot of times when I'm mad at you guys, I said a lot of times when I'm mad at you guys, I often think we're better together than we are apart. I often think when someone says something to me or rubs me the wrong way, I always think, man, about your kids, about your wife, about your friends, and how them walking to the Lord and with the Lord is more important than walking without them. To me, it's easier to let that stuff go sometimes. Maybe when I'm mad right now, I can't. But if I give it a couple of days, I'll be all right. I think that we should talk when we're mad. If you can't talk to that person, talk to someone you can trust. That's important too. I'm teaching you tonight if you're listening. It's important to talk it out. Don't hold it in. Because if you hold it in, it becomes resentment. It becomes anger. It becomes frustration. It becomes something like a cancer. It will destroy you. And it will take time like chemo to get it out of your body. And sometimes the chemo don't even work. They, the people go on and pass away. Same thing. Sometimes people are so angry about their childhood or so angry about something that happened when you were a kid that it's destroying you today like cancer. Talk about it to someone. Counseling's okay. Men, listen to me. Counseling's okay. When you're ready to talk, brother, there's some good men in this church be glad to talk to you. When you're ready for a life change, you're ready to let us know what's going on, hey, there's some people here. If you don't want to talk to us, we'll refer you to somebody else. I know people that have sinned so bad that have got things going on in their life that they're not ready to let the pastor know or the church know, so we recommend them on up the line. There's some stuff that we're not specialized in. We send them on up the line. But it's good to talk about it. How many ever had a wife or a husband and you just know they're mad? You just know it. Am I? You just know they're mad. And then you say, what's wrong? And they say, nothing. <laughs> nothing. 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 Nothing seemed to get a little louder. What'd you make for supper? Nothing. What are we going to do tonight? Nothing. What are you going to do tomorrow? Nothing. What's the matter? Nothing. Boy, I tell you what, a nothing can get you in a real serious fight. I'm speaking English tonight. It can start some trouble. If you don't do any talking about it and you let that stuff just grow and you don't learn to forgive, that nothing turns into something. I know people that are like an elephant. They don't forget anything. They can go back to when you winked at a girl when you were in the sixth grade. Don't even mention her name around me. I'll pull her hair out. Honey, I dated her in the sixth grade. I don't care. She was the first girl you kissed. I said, well, baby, you, you the last. I still don't like her. I know people right now got stepkids. And the stepfather, rather the, the real father, maybe never did anything to you, but you just don't like him. I know people right now that got exes that they, they despise, they hate. 
that they hate, that, 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 that heartbreak just tore you up. Listen, they're going on with their life and you're the one that's suffering. Talk about it. Let it go. If you're holding anything against anyone, forgive him so that your Father in heaven may forgive you. Second thing to do is not to retaliate. Oh, it's so easy for us to want to do something about it. To retaliate. Say that with me, retaliate. That's kind of a big word, retaliate. I, uh, I know that there are people right now, Christian people, if you do something to them, they're ready to fight you. What does the Bible say about that? Turn the other cheek. If your brother slaps you in the face, give him the other cheek. If he asks you to carry his coat a mile, carry it ten miles. Well, say, I ain't that kind of guy. You ain't going to push me around. Well, they pushed our Lord and Savior around, and he took it. And as he hung on that cross, what did he say? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I think forgiveness is a big idea, but small-minded people can't get it. It's a great big idea, and small-minded people, they can't forget it. They hang on to what someone did years ago. Let it go. Let it go tonight. Let it go. Maybe you got somebody in your workplace tonight that you just can't stand. Let it go. Maybe you got someone who sabotaged your dreams, robbed you, stole from you, hurt you. Let it go. When you're tempted to lash out at someone, stop and remember the price Jesus paid to take away the sins that you also commit. Seeing your offender through God's eyes will help you to forgive just about anyone. Wow, that's a good quote. When you see how God sees them, I believe you'll be able to forgive them. But more than that, when you see how God forgives you, I think you'll be able to forgive them. Forgiveness is a big idea, but small-minded people can't ever wrap their mind around it. I don't know, I had a friend, he had lost a child, and it was a devastating loss, it's, it, was, it was a heartbreaking loss, it was a, it was a loss like you had never felt unless you've lost a child, and it was an accident, and after the accident, the people paid for the service, paid for everything, they, they decided to, to take the family on a hunting trip, and my friend told me that this family that, 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 that took my son's life, you know, I was struggling with forgiving them. I was struggling. I, I was really hating them. I was, I was angry. I was bitter. We went up in the mountains. We went on a hunting trip. They gave me a gun. And we were hunting. My friend told me this. My friend told me that we were hunting. And uh, I got there by myself, and all I could think about was my son and how he's never going to be able to hold him again. I'm never going to be able to talk to him. I'm never going to be able to kiss him. I'm never going to be able to play with him again. He said he took that deer rifle and he aimed it right at the guy. And he said it took everything I had not to pull that trigger. Anger can build up on a person in the middle of nowhere. Anytime, any place. That's why we got to learn to really be quick to think about how God sees us and we may forgive those who hurt us. Bible says forgive those who persecute us so that we may be forgiven tonight let it go 
The third thing is let it go. As long as you dwell on the issue, it'll keep hurting you. You may let someone off the hook, but that doesn't mean they're off God's hook. Somebody grab that tonight. You may let somebody off the hook, but God ain't going to let them off the hook. God is writing down everything that person did to you. God's keeping record of all those wrongs. And in His perfect timing, He's going to take care of it on your behalf. I love that God that I serve tonight. There's nothing that I can do to Him that He can't do to Him. Right now, the people that have hurt us, God's already taken care of it. Right now, the person that's hurt you, God has already taken care of it. It's good news that we got a God that watches our over or our coming and our going, our front and our back. He's taking care of our enemies. The Bible says that our enemies prepare, we, that the Lord prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemy. Because sometimes even the Lord will take our enemies and make those enemies bless us. You may let someone off the hook. But that doesn't mean that they're off God's hook. He'll deal with them right. He'll deal with them the right way. He'll bring about the right results, which is something that you can't do. It's something you can't do. You might get gratification for punching them, slicing their tires, keying their car. might give you a little satisfaction. But if you don't let it go, it's going to eat at you. It's going to destroy you. I've been falsely accused a bunch of times. Got a friend right now, Santiago, getting falsely accused. He said, how do you handle it? I said, let it go. There's nothing that you can do about it. God is working it all out on your behalf. God is taking care of that situation. It's easier said than done when you're in the hot seat. But I've learned that he's the same yesterday as he is tomorrow. And if he'll rescue those three Hebrew boys, if he'll rescue Daniel, if he'll take care of Joseph, he's got you and me tonight. If he'll take the ones that, the slaves that were set free and shut the Red Sea so that they would live, he'll shut the access of our enemies off to us. And he'll even destroy them. Big word, destroy. But in my Bible, I see over and over again where the Lord destroyed anyone that come against His children and His people. He plagued them. He turned them in pillars of salt. He's on your side tonight. Instead of holding on to something, let it go. The hardest thing and the last thing I'm going to talk about tonight is Blessing them. The Bible says do good to those who don't do so good to you. That's cowboy language. That's hard, ain't it? That's hard. I got a new saying in my life, I just bless them gone. I do, I just bless them gone. I got problems in the church, I just pray them out of here. I just bless them gone. I got people trying to do this and trying to do that, I just bless them gone. Lord, they're yours. I love them. Bless them, Lord. God, just rain down on them. Make a way where they're out of my way. <laughs> bless them gone. I bless lots of them gone. I bless people that work for me gone. Oh, man, I'm so 
Man, good help's hard to find. I'm not saying you're good help. I'm just saying it's hard to find. Here's $200. Let me bless you. God bless you. See you later. Because I know when I bless my enemies, God is going to pay me back. I know when I go out of my way to help those who have talked about us, who have hurt us, who persecute us, God is going to bless us back. Pray for your Pray for them. Do something nice for them. Go out of your way for them. Kill them with kindness. But don't let it be the fake kind. Let it be the real kind. The kind that says, God, I'm believing you tonight. God, I'm trusting you right now. You see, ask God to bless them. You say, are you serious? Here's what Jesus says. It says, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Luke 6, 27. You know, when Luke tells you, when the Lord tells you to do something like it is right there in Luke, I think you ought to do it. Amen? <laughs> I think you should really ought to do it. God tells you to be a blessing to your enemies. My friend has a resource company. She has a big resource business. It's a ministry. And she helps out a lot of people. She put a director in the resource business, but it was the wrong director. The director was going about behind her back talking about her, slandering her, causing problems. When she was looking at her in her face, she was her best friend. But the moment she turned her back, she was her worst enemy. Anybody ever have somebody like that in their life? She was her worst enemy. She came to me and she said, Brother Mark, what do you think that I should do? I said, I think you should bless her gone. Well, I found out she did this, 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 and this. I said, well, let me tell you this. You can't continue to let that, that, that happen. Bless her, gone. Number one, I think you should talk to her and tell her that you're moving in a different direction that she's moving in, and you want to be a blessing to her. That way you don't cause her to stumble and you don't cause yourself to stumble. She said, what do you mean by that, Brother Mark? I said, pull her in the office, talk to her, tell her you love her, tell her you appreciate everything she's done, but you're moving in a different direction. But I want to go and I want to tell her off. I said, oh, don't we all? But the Lord says, bless our enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Mary was standing there when I told her this. She was standing right there when I told her this. She said, what do you think I should do, Pastor Mark? I said, I think you should talk to her, tell her you're moving in a different direction, and, and you want to bless her and bless her gone. So what do you mean by that? I said, write her a check for $500, tell her you appreciate her, God bless you, and you're moving in a new direction. She said, you think that'll work? I said, I know it'll work. I ain't never met anybody who wouldn't turn $500 down. She did exactly what I told her. You know what? That lady still screamed and shouted. She still cussed. She still bashed. She's still running her mouth. Somehow I got in the middle of it. But I can tell you this. I've never seen the devil leave without kicking and screaming. Come on, somebody. I've never heard the devil leave without kicking and screaming, shouting, crying, causing a fuss. So that tells me right there, if she was right, if she was listening to God, if she was the one for the job, God wouldn't have put that on our heart. You see, I've learned a long time ago, I can't do anything to them, but oh, my Lord can take care of them. And he's a good God, and he loves you tonight. I'm going to leave you with this. 
Eckhart Tolle said this, said discontent, blaming, complaining, self-pity cannot serve as a foundation for a good future, no matter how much effort you make. I'm a big fan of forgiveness, and I know everybody's not, but I am. Because if it wasn't for forgiving of our sins, none of us would be able to go to heaven tonight. If it wasn't for our Lord and Savior who loved us and forgives us, none of us would be able to make it to heaven tonight. Too many times I used His name in vain. Too many times I did the wrong thing. I lied, cheated, and stole. Too many times. But He forgave me. I meet more and more self-righteous people today and it just turns my stomach. They think that they're better than everybody else. But in reality, we're all sinners saved by amazing grace. Forgiveness is a big idea, but small-minded people won't wrap their minds around it. I encourage this church body tonight to learn to forgive. Forgiveness can alter a person's life. It can be life-changing. Really, somebody hear me tonight. Forgiveness can be life-changing. It can alter a person's life. I'm living proof. It altered the course of my life. When I forgave my family, when I forgave those who hurt me, it changed the direction of my life. When I'm quick to forgive others, God just keeps on blessing. How many want God to bless them tonight? You can't pray and ask God for a blessing until you let go of the things that are causing your prayers not to be heard tonight. I believe you, and it's hard. I know firsthand. I've been through some stuff, but it can be done, and it will change the direction of your life, change the direction of Carl's life, Nolan's life. It changed the direction of so many people's lives here tonight. They're not the same person they were before they met Christ. And when Christ forgave them of their sin, they know it's important to forgive others who sin against you. And do it quickly. Quickly. The moment somebody hurts you, the moment that person in that office says something to you, that doctor at that window who tells you something, that, 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 that daycare worker who refuses to do the right thing, whatever it is, let it go quickly. Maybe somebody broke your heart a long time ago. Ask God to put it back together tonight. He does want to. He loves all of you. So do we here at Caney Creek Cowboy Church. Let's pray together. Father, as we come together, Father, we pray, Father, for us to be able to forgive, Father, and let things go in our lives, Lord. Father, I challenge this church tonight that if they're holding on to some things, Lord, that they would just... Turn it over to you tonight, Lord. Lord, I pray, Father, for every man, woman, and child in here, Father, for moms and dads, brothers and sisters, to let it go. If you need to talk about it, we'll be here to talk about it with you. If you want us to pray with you, we'll pray with you. But let it go so that you can be blessed. Don't look for retaliation or revenge. Trust the Lord, for he is a good God. Lord, we love you and we praise you tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. 
Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Hallelujah.